Kia ora and welcome to a new episode of the Front Foot English Listening Practice Podcast in which I provide interesting intermediate level listening material for you to listen to in order to improve your listening skills and acquire new language. You'll also learn more about different aspects of New Zealand as you listen. In this episode, I'm going to tell you about New Zealand's flightless birds. Why do we have so many? What challenges are they facing? And what are we doing to help them? I hope you enjoy it. Most of us watch birds fly by and admire their speed and freedom. Isn't it strange then that some birds that used to fly now stay on the ground with us? From South America to Australia to Antarctica, there are about 60 living groups or species of flightless birds in the world. Aotearoa, New Zealand is home to more flightless birds than any other country. There are 16 living species and a further 15 species that are now extinct here. So why is this and what challenges are these birds facing? Humans have only been living in New Zealand for about 800 years. Before that, our country was full of birds. Most of the birds flew here. Once they arrived, they were quite safe as there were very few predators animals that might kill them for food. For millions of years, Aotearoa's native wildlife had only large birds as predators. There was one giant among these predators, the poakai. This was the largest eagle that has ever existed. It would dive from the sky and use its long, sharp claws to attack. To avoid being caught by these large predators, a lot of smaller birds evolved or changed. Many of the birds, like the kiwi, became flightless so that they could stay close to the ground and freeze when the flying predators were looking for food. Eventually, humans started to arrive in Aotearoa. They hunted some of the flightless birds, such as the moa. They also brought rats and later stoats and possums. This put many New Zealand birds in danger, especially those that couldn't fly. The animals started to eat the eggs, chicks and even adults of many native birds. They also ate the nectar and flowers and berries that native birds like to feed on. Therefore, there was now less food for the birds. Since humans arrived on our shores, more than half of the country's native bird and animal species have become extinct. That means they don't exist anymore and we can't bring them back. To protect the remaining flightless birds of New Zealand, the government has set a goal of becoming free of possums, stoats and rats by the year 2050. Many people don't believe this goal will be achieved but the country is making good progress. Groups around the country are helping by setting traps and creating predator-free areas where native birds can live safely. One example of these efforts is the Mongatotari Ecological Island Trust. This group has created a predator-free sanctuary 
for native wildlife on a 3,400 hectare mountain in the Waikato region. The pest-proof fence which surrounds the mountain is 47 kilometres long, which makes it one of the longest fences of its kind in the world. The sanctuary is home to birds like the kaka, western North Island brown kiwi and the critically endangered takahe. Another project is the Orokonui Eco Sanctuary near Dunedin, which has created a 307 hectare predator-free area to protect native bird species. The sanctuary is home to many endangered bird species, including the takahe and the tokoika, otherwise known as the South Island brown kiwi. The Zealandia Sanctuary in Wellington is another example of a successful conservation effort. The sanctuary was created in the heart of the city and is home to a wide range of native bird species. The sanctuary's success has inspired other groups to create similar predator-free zones in urban areas around the country. Flightless birds in New Zealand's ecosystem play a crucial role in New Zealand's ecosystem. They help to disperse seeds, pollinate flowers, and control insect populations. For example, the kiwi is known to help disperse the seeds of over 70 different plant species. If you are keen to find out more about New Zealand's efforts to protect native birds and animals, a quick Google search using the keywords predator-free New Zealand will take you to several great websites. I hope you found that episode interesting. Remember that repetition is a key component to building your listening skills. So don't be afraid to go back and listen to some or all of the text several times again. Remember, you can find plenty of free information and advice about English language learning on my website. And of course, you can book a free introductory lesson with me on there too www.frontfootenglish.co.nz Thanks for listening and I will speak to you again soon.